Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski and I am your host. And in this space, we define self-care usually from one of four different angles. We look at self-care from the perspective of your health and fitness and your wellness, which is probably what the majority of people do. We look at self-care from the perspective of how your mindset is. Uh, Do you have trouble with limiting beliefs? Do you find that the thoughts that you think on a regular basis don't really serve you? Um, So we define what self-care is from that angle. We also talk about self-care from the perspective of being an entrepreneur and running a business. Um, And because it is important to think about self-care from the perspective of what is good for your business. And then we also look at self-care from the perspective of a journey, because that's really what it is. That's why this show is called The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, because it really does change and evolve the way that you do on your life's path uh, through the struggles and trials and tribulations that you face. Um, Self-care always plays a role. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I am appreciative of you being here and am grateful for your support. So let's dive in and get started. So today I am going to take a little different, I'm going to, I'm going to do something a little different today. Um, I have been working on what I'm going to talk with you about today and share with you today about for quite a while. And I am I'm ready to release it to the public. So you being in my audience get to be the first people to really hear this out of my mouth. But I am defining what innovation actually means in terms of my process. You're probably wondering, what does that have to do with self-care? Well, innovation has everything to do with self-care because think about, let's think about what innovation actually means. Innovation can mean change. It can mean reinvention from the perspective of reinventing ourselves from our routines to the things that we do to help us on a daily basis, the things that we do in our business, the the ways that we serve the public, the ways that we take care of our mindset and the way that we, the way that we examine the lens in which we see the world in general. And innovation is always about change. It's always about um, reinvention, if you will. It's about what are we doing that's different and unique and how does that lead to transformation? This is a word that I hear. I hear innovation thrown around quite a bit, if I'm being honest, in the online space and in conversations that I have with people. And I do think that a lot of people have their own, assign their own meaning to it. But from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, innovation is everything to your success. So if you run a small business, if you're a manager, even if you're a CEO, if you're working your way up in your company, um, or if you have um, visions and plans to have your own business someday, or even to grow your online presence, then you're going to be really interested in what I have to share today. Because this is a space that I am working in more and more as I serve more health and fitness and wellness entrepreneurs and helping them develop their businesses, helping them design offers that really align with what it is that they want to be doing, and also helping them stand out. Let's be honest, um, the COVID pandemic drew, I mean, dealt a huge blow to the health and fitness industry. Um, There are so many gyms where I live in North Carolina that have had to close, that have really had to scale back. And that are doing things really different as a result of all the ridiculous restrictions that we had to face, you know, the majority of last year, really, if I'm being honest. So 
it is really a concept that I have embraced myself in running my own business and serving my clients and developing my offerings more to see and, and be in tune more with really what the public needs, what the public's asking for, and really what you as clients and part of my audience are asking for. Um, and so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today here. And what is really, really super exciting for me is going to become really my trademark method to how I approach innovation. Um, I would like to introduce you to my three-step innovative process, a process that I am dubbing the PNF method. Um, now, for those of you in the health and fitness space, you no doubt know what PNF stretching is, right? And it is more of a what I like to call a mindful way to stretch. It is a slower way to stretch, if you will. Um, and PNF, the PNF formula, if you will, um, from a rehab perspective and from a stretching and fitness perspective, involves the use of breath, but it also involves the thoughts and the actions that we're doing behind it. In other words, we're being a lot more mindful as we do it. And as a result, we're able to really increase our range of motion a lot more. Um, and if you really think about it, that has a lot to do with how we look at innovation now. What is, from the perspective of, from, the, from a business standpoint, innovation is really being able to do things differently. It's being able to find and adjust and, you know, it might be adding something, it might be deleting something, it might be completely reinventing how you do things. It may be simply adjusting how you serve your audience or something along those lines. But my PNF method, this is really the unique method that I use in just about everything I do from the programs that I work on with my individual clients that I coach, my health and fitness entrepreneurs that I serve in helping them with their businesses, and really too, in how I design a unique retreat experience, which is really becoming one of my trademark things that I do with my clients and with people who join me on location in various different places. Think about, for example, what a retreat actually means to you. A lot of people think it's just a vacation. You go away with a group of friends, you do some fun things together, um, you have a good time, you relax, you detach from, you know, whatever it is that's going on with you, and then you get back home, and sometimes you feel like you actually need a vacation from your vacation, right? You feel, you know, maybe a little tired, you've probably stayed up later than normal, you've probably, you know, eaten things that you don't normally eat. So as a result, you sort of feel like you need a few days to regroup. Well, a real retreat, you come home transformed. You come home different. You come home with a new operating system, if you will, of, of how you approach your day-to-day -day life. This is really one of the unique things that we do. And in one of what I like to call an innovative visionary experience, it's one of the unique ways that we serve our clients and our community here at CE Fitness. So and the way that I define my PNF method is really retreat to retreat how I do things different and how I make changes. So let me go through with you what these three steps are, and I'll try to give you a few examples along the way. And I would love to hear what you think, what innovation really means to you and how, where do you see, do you see this process really working in with what it is that you're doing, whether it's how, what, what you're doing for self-care in your own personal life? or what you're doing as far as self-care goes for your business? Or are you simply really doubling down on your mindset these days? You know, we can look at innovation from any of those different angles. Um, but the first thing I want to mention in the PNF formula is, is the, P, the, the P component. And that basically is your purpose. Some people call this your why, your anchor point. 
what is it that really drives you on a day-to-day basis? For most of us, if we're being honest, we usually uh, put what our why is with our purpose. If you're an entrepreneur, you feel like your purpose is what you feel called to do. You feel called to deliver a message of some type. You feel called to serve a certain group of people, you know, and it might be what actually what what actually drives you to actually do that on a day-to-day basis? Is there a mission that you're claiming? Is there uh, something that is really laying heavy on your mind and heart that you want to share with the world? Maybe it's a unique skill set that you have that you want to put to good use. Maybe it's a program idea. Maybe it's a different way of providing a simple service. You know, this is really the key to succeeding in the business world is being able to come up with fresh and new ideas, uh, maybe not changing the entire way that you do business, but maybe adjusting one of the ways that you serve so that you stay you know, new and different in the eyes of your customers, particularly the customers that haven't met you yet. Um, this is by far and away, and especially in the health and fitness space, one of the reasons why I see so many health and fitness businesses, particularly gyms, literally open and close at the drop of a hat. Um, it's because they get they get used to doing the same things and then then, pe- then the new person comes in town and opens up something different and people are intrigued by what that different idea is. And, you know, instead of uh, being attuned to what your competition's doing, I'm not suggesting do what your competition's doing, but be aware of what your competition is offering in terms of what their message is and how does that relate to what you do. And what is it that you can do in your message to keep your approach fresh and exciting, really, in the eyes of your customers? Um, Because people continue to come to a business. They continue to want to be served by somebody who who is paying attention to that kind of thing. Nobody wants to go and do the same dreary thing all the time. So as an entrepreneur, it is important that you always be connected to what your purpose is. And be aligned with what that is. And also to to think about what it is that you're offering, what it is that you're doing on a daily basis that really lines up with what your purpose is. Okay. So, for example, if your why is to be energetic and strong for your family, you know, maybe if you're a mom or a dad and your your why is your family. I mean, most of the time, I would think um, if you have kids. Um, if you don't, maybe it's your why is your, your relationship with your spouse, or maybe it's your role in your community. Maybe it's what you do in your business. Maybe it's a certain role that you relish within your business or an organization that you're heavily involved with. If that is your purpose, okay, what are you going to be doing on a daily basis to continue to nourish that? And as an entrepreneur, it's important to understand that In order to align with what our purpose is, we want to be delivering programs and ideas that really line up with what our why is. So, for example, if you're in the health and fitness space and you don't want to be the same old, same old in terms of, you know, a gym or a workout facility or a class facility, you know, if one of your whys is to encourage community and connection among people, then having something in your business that really aligns with that is really important because that reinforces what your purpose is to the rest of the world. If you're not doing things that encourage community and connection, then you're probably don't feel as connected to your purpose and your why on a daily basis. 
Um, and that's just a rough example. I mean, that could literally apply to just about anything that you do from a business standpoint or from a personal standpoint. So it's really important to always be asking yourself and to really check in with yourself as to what is your purpose? What is your purpose? What, what do you feel like you were put on this planet to do? What do you feel like your role in the world is? What do you feel like your voice in the world is? And always be asking yourself what that is. You know, the most successful people that I know in the world, um, whether they're, you know, entrepreneurs, whether they're CEOs, whether they're, you know, the chief, what I like to call the chief operating officer of a household, if you will, or, you know, maybe you see yourself as just a thought leader in your space, then you know, it's important to understand and be connected to what that purpose is. What really drives you on a daily basis to do that? What drives you to become better at what it is that you do? What inspires you to become a better version of yourself? What really encourages you to keep going? Because, you know, honestly, there are going to be days where you don't feel like you're making progress whether that's from a personal standpoint or whether that's in your business. There are plenty of days when you feel like maybe you're just simply treading water or maybe you feel like what you're talking about is not being well-received. And this is where really dialing into your purpose and what it is that you believe about your purpose is so key. And from an innovative perspective, it is super, super important to always be checking in with yourself because there may be something about your purpose that just really stands out to you and you decide that you want to change that. Or maybe something happens that really, you know, awakens, helps you awaken your voice a little bit more. I'll give you another example. Uh, during the first couple months of the pandemic, when, you know, the health and fitness industry was just being positioned as one of the major enemies, you know, don't go to a gym because you're going to get sick if you do that. And don't go here to work out because something might happen. And, you know, as a 25-year fitness entrepreneur and veteran of this space, there was a part of me that felt attacked, if I'm being completely honest. There was a part of me that was feeling like, you know, I needed to, I needed to really reconnect with what I felt like my purpose was in the world and speak up as to how important I feel like our role really is in terms of helping not only the public help with a better quality of life and help the public um, lead a healthier, more fit lifestyle. But in general, too, I wanted to speak up for all of the small businesses out there that felt like their voice wasn't being heard. That's part of my purpose on this planet is to is to encourage you to be more mindful of not just what you're thinking, but where does that fit in with the rest of what it is that your purpose is? Um, there was a part of me that felt like I needed to speak up for those people. There was a part of me that felt like, you know, that I, I really needed to reconnect to why it is that I started as an entrepreneur 25 years ago. And, you know, I vividly remember when I did that, you know, I started out with a thousand dollars in the bank and I had a clean credit card and I left a good job and I knew that I could make it work. And honestly, there was a part of me that never thought for one minute that I would fail. I believed so much in what I was doing and what my mission was and that I could do this the way that I had always envisioned. That was what I carried with me every single day. And so when people said no to work with me, when people said, for whatever reason, I never let that stop me. And it's so easy sometimes to let what is happening around you deter you from what your purpose is. 
But if you're really dialed in to what you think your why is and what it is that's driving you and what it is that's so important about you being the one to do it, we have to stay connected to that. That is all in what our purpose is. And what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is we get so used to doing the same things over and over. It's like making cookies. It's just the same thing over and over. And we can sometimes lose our purpose in that. You know, we lose our motivation and our drive and we lose what makes us really fabulous and unique at what it is that what it is that we do. So, you know, part of my process and in innovation, whether I'm working with a client or whether I'm working with one of my entrepreneur clients in their business is to help them reconnect to what their purpose and their why is, because it's really important to know what that is so that as you take, take new directions in your business, you're always lined up with what that is. It just means that your energy will position itself in a much stronger way to serve the world. Um, so that's the first part of my innovative process is I have a really unique way of doing that with all of my clients. Um, and so that's, that's the first step in my, in my innovative method. The N stands for needs-based. This is, this is step two. Now, let me explain what that means. When you think about why you start a business, for example, or why you design a program or why you're doing something and what you think is unique and different, I think the number one question that you need to ask yourself is where is there a need for this? Is this something that people will buy? Is this, is this needed in my space? Is anyone else doing this and how are they doing it? And I say that for a couple of different reasons. One is, is that we can think what we're doing is the best thing in the world. But if it's not really solving a problem for people in a way that is understandable to them, then people are not going to buy. People are not going to sign up because they're not going to understand what it is. So what I encourage all of my entrepreneurs to do is, is we take a much closer look at what other people in our space are doing, particularly in their niche and their unique niche market. You know, what is it that is already being done that's similar to what they're doing? And once we identify what that is, then it's a whole lot easier to look at where the gaps are. So we have to know what's being done first and how it's being done and then examine where are the holes? What are the things that are missing? Because in innovation, if we're innovating an offer, for example, or a program or something in our business, we want to make sure that it's new and unique and different from everybody else. Because most of the time, no matter what it is you do for a living, there are probably at least a hundred other people in your space doing exactly what it is that you do. Exactly. So it's key to understand that, but it's also, but it's more important to focus on what makes what you do unique and different. And right now, as we come out of the pandemic, what I see missing a lot in the health and fitness space is the service aspect. It's there are a lot of people who have facilities. There are a lot of people who have classes. There are a lot of people that do online services. They all tend to run together and the online space can get really busy and crowded and loud. So it's really important when you're coming up with a new idea or you're adjusting one of your own programs or you're adding something to it that we focus on what it is that is needed in the space, what's not out there, first of all, and how is it that what you do is going to solve that problem? Because um, people will pay more attention to that. It will get their attention more. So where is there a gap in your space? And how is it that you can come up with something new and innovative, if you will, 
that fills that need? What is unique about what it is that you do? And how is it different from the majority of other people that are out there doing the exact same thing that you're doing? Because like I said, no matter what it is you do for a living, there are at least a hundred other people, if not more, probably a lot more, if I'm being honest, that are doing exactly what it is that you do. So take a good hard look at that because we can think, oh, this is so great. This is what I really want to be doing. This is what my purpose is. But it does it really fill a need. And I'm not saying that what you do doesn't fill a need. But take a good look at where is there a need in your market? Where is there a need in your space? And how is it that you can do it differently that makes you stand out? That's really key. Now, from a personal standpoint, if we're looking at, say, you know, how to redo a health and fitness program or a self-care program or an approach to working with your mindset, one of the first things I'm going to ask people is, what have you done before? What has worked? What hasn't worked? And most of the time, what I find is, is there are things that have worked for them. But what, what we have run into, you know, is being most of the time as being what the problem is, is they've either tried to copy what someone else is doing and it hasn't worked for them, or they've continually tried to approach something in the same way and they've ended up with the same result. So one of the things that we want to try to do is figure out a unique way to solve that problem for them in a way that really solves the need for them, solves the problem. So we can do that from a personal standpoint as well as from a business standpoint, but we have to understand what has worked and also understand where the holes are, where the gaps are, where is it that they need the most support? Um, Because, you know, honestly, you know, changing behavior is, is difficult. It's challenging. And, you know, if we're really being honest, we're not real good at following through as human beings. And, you know, if because most of the time, if we're continually feeling like we're missing the boat on something, if something's not working for us, then we can either feel like we're going to, you know, we're going to try to figure this out on our own. Okay. Or we're going to actually get support and get there faster. Because if you're continually feeling like you're going in a circle or you're on a hamster wheel or you're really good for a little while and then you fall off, like so many people do, hello, that's what New Year's resolutions usually are then you really don't know what to do or you would have accomplished it already. So, you know, part of being innovative in an approach that's actually going to work for you, particularly if you find that you're, that you've fallen off way too often, or maybe you start with the best of intentions, but you're not real good at following through, then we need to examine that. We need to look at where the holes are, where the gaps are, what is it that you do really well? And we want to capitalize on that. What is it you really enjoy? And where is it that we need to plug the holes? Where is it that we need, that you feel like you need the most support? You know, I do that with my entrepreneurial clients as well as my private coaching clients as well. Um, So that's my point too in my unique innovative process. And I have a unique way that I go about doing that with you as well. And then the third piece is the F stands for failure analysis. Now you're probably wondering why in the world is that important when it comes to innovation? Here's the thing. There are probably, if all of, if any of you out there are entrepreneurs, if you're being honest, you've probably tried a lot more things and failed at it than the things that you've succeeded at. I know I have, if I'm being honest, and I'm not ashamed to say that. There are so many things that haven't worked, but one of the things that the failures always teach us are the lessons. So in that aspect, they are never a failure. It's never a complete failure because we always learn a lesson from it. 
one of my mentors said something once on a podcast, a metabolism expert that I follow, um, said something on a show the other day, and it really hit me between the eyes. Often the obstacle that you're facing is your solution. Think about that for a minute. Often the obstacle that you face is your solution. And when you're looking at making a change in your business, in the way you approach health and fitness and self-care on a personal level, or from a mindset perspective, okay, you know, we're going to focus 99% of the time on the things that haven't worked, right? Except we're not going to do it in a way that helps us. We're going to focus on it from the standpoint of we're not good enough or we would have figured it out, right? We're going to be really hard on ourselves. We're going to say, you know, if I hadn't done that, I probably would be a lot further along. Well, if I could have just stuck to the program, then, you know, I would have figured this out a long time ago. And I just don't know that I'm going to be able to see that through. I don't really trust myself. And that ship has sailed. This is the story that so many of us play in our heads when we don't reach a goal, right? Or we don't feel like that we're as successful as we could have been. We are always so much harder on ourselves. That's just a fact. That's human nature. You know, they always say, you're no, you're, you are your own worst critic, okay? But let's think about what that means from the innovation standpoint, from what I'm saying. Let's look at what hasn't worked as a way to teach us a lesson. Well, first of all, why did it not work? Was it because you were trying to change too many things at once? Or was it because maybe we didn't change the right things? Okay. Is it maybe that what it is that you're offering in your business isn't really tailored for your purpose anymore? Is it that what you're offering in your business really isn't serving your customers in the way that really you feel connected to? And, you know, honestly, the longer you're in business, you're probably going to find that you need to apply this process more times than not, in order to stay fresh and to keep you motivated and excited, right? And all it is, is that we're really just checking in with what we're thinking and what we're feeling on a regular basis, because it's so easy to get into a rut. You know, it's so easy to do the same things. And, you know, we're creatures of habit. And if it works, we're always taught, well, if it works, let's not bother doing anything different because it seems to be working. But is it really lining up with what it is that you want to do? Okay, because odds are at some point you're going to ask, have to ask yourself that question. Okay, so let's look at your failures from the standpoint of, first of all, why it didn't work. And most of the time, it probably doesn't have anything to do with you. It's probably something in the process itself. Okay, and is it that maybe the approach that you trod maybe either wasn't aligned properly with your purpose and your why, or maybe it was just flat out unrealistic from the get go? So maybe there are a lot of ways that we could look at that and and adjust it and, you know, tweak it, if you will, to make it to where it actually lines up with your purpose. It lines up with, you know, filling that need, plugging the hole, if you will, a little bit better, because that's that really is the lesson in a failure. It's not about focusing on what hasn't worked. And as human beings, we tend to do that from an, as in a negative way, in a way that really doesn't help us. So from that standpoint, it's really not a form of self-care. Um, and then it's really easy to just, you know, blame the excuses. Well, I've tried that a million times. I'm just not going to invest any more of my energy in that. Well, you know, honestly, if that's really how you feel, then I'm not quite sure what else to say to you. Okay. There's always something that we can learn from something that we do wrong or something that doesn't work for us or something that doesn't turn out the way that we think or that we intend it to, okay? And the more that we become aware of that, 
and be onto ourselves when we start thinking those pesky little thoughts that make us crawl into a rabbit hole and think that we're not worthy. Okay. We are responsible. You are responsible for your results. You, not someone else, not who told you, not who advised you, you. And part of that process comes from about learning to evaluate what has gone wrong and why it's gone wrong. And what is it that we can learn that we can do different next time? Okay. That's what I call failure analysis. And we spend probably of the three pieces in innovation in my innovative approach, I probably spend the most time on that piece because usually in the obstacles is where we find the solutions. And sometimes, you know, maybe we're just not going to go right through the obstacle. Maybe we just have to learn a different way to get around it. Maybe we have to learn to go underneath it, or maybe we just have to look at it and think about it in a different way, but there is a solution to it. Um, And this is really the key, I think, to the whole innovative process is once we work out those first two pieces, it's really diving into that failure analysis piece. And usually what we come up with is something that's really unique and creative because it speaks to what it is that really drives you. How is it going to fix the problem? Where is it going to plug, plug the hole or fill the need? Okay. And, you know, out of all of that is going to come the lesson for you. So that is my unique three-step innovative process. I use this in my work with my clients, in my work in, with my health and fitness entrepreneurs, in my unique signature business coaching accelerator program that I've dubbed the Innovate Academy, no pun intended, um, because this is what we do through my unique four pillar process is that we, I go through and apply this process to everything that we're doing. And this can apply to you on a personal level, as well as from a business perspective as well. And so before I sign off, I just want to announce that we have created kind of what I like to call a mini, a mini offer. It's what I like to call the accountability upgrade. It is a way for us to communicate with you and to keep you accountable to whatever habit it is that you're trying to change or whatever something that you're trying to really improve or get better at. Um, what we find with this is, is that sometimes it's not all the action steps that really get us to where we want to go. It's the thought process behind the action steps. And this is what we work on in our accountability upgrade. This is a 30-day container in which we can support you in helping to keep you inspired and motivated by you simply checking in with us. And we have a unique system that we work with you on, whereas we check in with you. We have three touch points during the week. So you feel supported in a way that works for you, whether you're working out with us, whether you're working out with someone else, or whether you're doing something else, really doesn't matter. We can still support you in this because nine times out of 10, this is what I hear is one of the biggest problems with follow through is accountability. So this is a unique, very reasonably priced 30 day container at $99 a month. You can't beat that. That's $3 and 33 cents a day. So for that, You can get inspiring, motivational messages from us, touch points three times a week in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, You can communicate through us from your own device, whether it's your phone, your tablet, or or your computer. Um, We have a couple different ways that we can do that. If this is something that interests you and you feel like you want to learn more, please reach out to me at allison at cufitness.com. That's allison at the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. And I'll be glad to share some information with you. It's a very simple sign-up process. Um, we would just simply have you sign up in our portal. We would establish which way to communicate with you, whether it's through text message or through a free app that you can download to your phone called Boxer. It's like a walkie-talkie app. 
Um, and this way, we it's like having a coach in your pocket. Um, so for $3.33 a day, let me tell you something, folks. There are 61 days left in 2021, okay, on the day that I'm recording this episode. So that's a little, just about two months at the at, at today as I speak to you right now, okay? So if you're feeling like, you know, maybe you're on track to reach your goals, but maybe not. Maybe you feel like you fell off a while back and you're just kind of resolved yourself to the fact that, well, it's almost the end of the year. I'm just going to wait till next year. I really want to challenge you on that. Okay. How can we learn from what hasn't worked? What we do is we figure out where the holes are and we plug those holes with supporting you with those weekly touch points. So consider joining us here. This is an easy way for you to work with us wherever it is in the world that you are. Please reach out to me at Allison at cufitness.com. I will put the link to this unique offer in the show notes. It's a very quick sign up. You can sign up from your phone, from your computer, from wherever. Um, and we can get started in helping to support you with these touch points. I just want to tell you how grateful I am for all of your support of the show um, we are heard around the world, as you hear me tell you every week. And I tell you that for a couple of reasons. One is because I'm extremely grateful. I could not do this without you. And two, we're reaching more and more people every week, more and more people every week. So with that, I ask that you leave us a review. If you could go to the Apple iTunes podcast library and look for our show and leave us a five-star review, that would be wonderful. Feel free to screenshot it and send it to me and I will send you a free gift. It's just, it's, it's the least I can do for you supporting us, for you telling us what you think and for giving us your feedback. And also, if you have any ideas for future shows, I always like to hear that as well. This is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.